This episode of Friends of Flow is brought to you by NCLEX Mastery. If you're a nursing student and you're about to take your NCLEX, you need to go to the App Store right now and download NCLEX Mastery. Hey everyone, welcome to Friends of Flow. This is Andy Witters here. And I'm Rebecca Porter. We're missing Tessie today. Yes, we are missing Tess. Hey Tess. Good morning, Tessie. We miss you. (laughs) So today we're talking about guys in nursing. Yes, so, subject near to my heart, yes. Yeah, no kidding. And so how, do you remember how we got onto this topic? Well, I think it's just kind of permeated our, our subjects in, in, in the recent past somewhat organically. I mean, it just kind of comes up. I mean, I, I, remember, I think it's... Yeah, what I remember is from our smoke evacuation and patient safety podcast that we did earlier, um, that it was so interesting. I think the mic was turned off at that point. That you and, and Amos, our guest, oh, started right, yes. talking about guys in nursing, and <laughs> and we all of a sudden yeah. started to think, whoa! So there, there there's something here. Yeah, yeah. it was so yeah. great. Thank you, everybody, for posting um, your questions and thoughts on our on our uh, Facebook page. That was really cool. Yeah. So where should we start, Andrew? Well, it's kind of hard to say. I mean. Uh, we can start with the history of maybe a men in nursing. Have a look for the uh, paper by Joan Evans in our uh, podcast uh, when you have a listen to it. Um, but Dr. Evans is a Canadian. Yay! And <laughs> she did a really great overview uh, in this paper from um, men, men Nurses, a Historical and Feminist Perspective. And what I learned was that men were in nursing and documented in nursing from as early as the 4th and 5th century. And they provided some kind of nursing care, and they looked after wounded people wounded in battle, people dying, and where typically the men were from monasteries and they were various religious orders. Um, I think one of the first ones was the Order of St. John of Jerusalem, and that has carried on to today, you know, with St. John Ambulance. And then there were lots of other um, orders, and the Knights, uh, what do I remember? The Knights of St. Lazarus, I thought that was really cool. And the Knights Templars. Yes. And the Teutonic Knights. And they all talk, the, the research, the historical research, talks about their participation in nursing. Um, but the historical recounting of that really put nursing work in really low value. So it was... Well, I think that's very interesting because, yeah. I mean, the, the, the history of, of nursing in, in here in the States, in, in, in the United States, has a, a very feministic uh, sort of flavor to it, uh, um, especially with, with, with Florence Nightingale. You know, who, oh, but Florence... From, who, right. So who, said that, are, didn't, that men didn't belong in nursing, <laughs> that women had, yeah. uh, in, in air quotes here, natural propensity, end quote, yeah. to, to be nurses, and men didn't, and that nurses did not need formal education at first because it, they could be taught by male physicians, mm-hmm. and, and so and so let's so let let's let's sort of just bake that down a little bit, and and, and so and so, so to be to be real, I mean that that is a somewhat of a of a strong feministic view of, of what what nursing a is matriarchal then, view. a matriarchal view, right? And so so you, you paint that in the context in the entire spectrum of of what nursing has been 
here in the United States, and and it it, it has these feministic uh, uh, matriarchal root, roots, and that, that that's something that is to be. Uh, we we can certainly honor it for for what uh, I mean. I I certainly had that view. I mean, our podcast is named after Florence Nightingale. Um, her, her work is is completely amazing. I mean, and, and certainly innovative. She for revolutionized healthcare. Right, right, exactly. Um, and so all of those things are, are are good, but through the lens of history, I know we 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 have this totally warped view of of you know women only belong in in, in nursing. Right, um, and that's just not. I, th- I think fast forward to today. I mean, it's obviously just not the case. So it was really interesting to read through this paper, um, and and if you're at all interested in the history of men in nursing, have a look at this paper. Um, that in the 1930s, men in the United States started more into nursing, and um, uh, in Britain, there was a very there was a very interesting description of men in nursing in Britain. But in the Depression years of the 30s, men started to go into nursing um, only because nursing education included room and board. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But then you know fast that. forward to the 50s and 60s when nursing education was purely in the hospital and, and it was sort of um, an education that was based in only in the hospital. They provided room and board and they used that as a way to segregate women, protect women from men, and then could exclude men from nursing programs yeah. um, because there was no room for them. They, they couldn't have room on board because it was a place only for women. Sure. And then what happened, I thought was really interesting, that to try to initially to get men into nursing in the sort of 1960s was this um, kind of I guess, for lack of a different way of saying it, advertising that nursing was uh, technical, mm-hmm. that the technical work of nursing, the technology, I guess, and um, that that and the science of nursing began to attract men, and and seen less as a, as you were saying, a feminine thing, a, a occupation only for the softy side of women. Yeah. Yeah. So so um so that was really interesting. <laughs> so so I think that's so so two things. One I th- in the 1960s you used that word protection uh, uh, of women in in these room and board situations being educated in the hospitals. I, but uh, at the at the same time I I would view that as a as a sign of the times it's um maybe not so much protection but I think it was part of that subjugation of of women uh you know to um where the the culture was for women to be contained in in, the, in their lanes, right. so, so to speak, which is of course inappropriate today. Uh, of course, and, and, and that started and, and the, with the um, um, the sexual revolution yes, and the, and the right. beginning of the women's movement in the nineteen seventies, and that's sort of when I came of age and didn't really have a context for what was happening. Yeah, but when I look back now. I look back through the lens of nursing history and the history of men in nursing. It really is quite remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and, and of course it is. But uh, but it's just, it's a fair point to make that that um, that the history of of nursing has involved the subjugation of women, um, uh, and then to uh, 
to further the the point here of um of, of how hard the work is in, in nursing um we you, you briefly mentioned that the work is not so feministic uh I, I would i would completely agree with that taking care of people is incredibly hard work and the analogy that i've i've used is that uh in, in today's culture we we respect um we have this admiration for our our first responders and, and rightly so i have nothing against our our firemen police officers emts these are uh indeed honorable professions uh they are ironically i think more uh, um, uh male uh, dominated male based but in those professions especially if if there's a medical emergency the people they are treating if they're going to the hospital they're typically dumping this this person off into a a team of of medical providers which include nurses which are in today's terms i mean uh, typically women so so we don't seem to have the same kind of honor and respect for our nurses in today's culture as we do other people within. I think it's coming though, Andrew. I, I, I think we're coming I, around. I think we're coming around. But and I think um, this gets into a whole side topic of how nurses have been and the nurses have been sexualized right. and sexual fantasies for <laughs> out in the public for men. And that, the, and that is carrying forward today as sexual harassment of young women nurses and that's a topic for another podcast is sexual harassment of nurses but but i really like your point about um the frontline um professions police firefighters emts but there are more women going into those those professions as well and i don't know the numbers as compared to the men going into nursing right but but it's just it's just kind of ironic though that these are these are male dominated <clears throat> uh, professions that uh, you know we, we, we save parking spots for them at the mall and at, at the grocery stores, but yet in these professions within these professions that are typically male dominated, uh, you are th- these professions are also giving uh, when they're when they're treating patients uh, or, or, or people and they're going into like the hospital setting, they are dumping those patients off to to be managed by. Uh, a nurse who and is I, usually a who woman is usually a woman and and I, think that's, I think i think i think it's a fair point no matter how um uh judgmental it might sound it, it is it is the it is the sort of the bare bones so truth. so um let's go into some of the work of nursing yeah and let's do that as a guy in nursing <laughs> as a guy nurse yeah did What's it like? What was it like for you? And did you find that your female, the gals, did they count on you in a different way than yes. they counted on on other women nurses? Yeah. Tell me about this. Well, in my experience, first and foremost, was the the, the physical presence that I brought. Um, I'm I'm uh, uh, I won't say I'm, I'm not the biggest guy around, but I mean I'm. I'm six two, two hundred thirty pounds. I mean, so so I'm, uh, so I'm I'm a bigger guy compared to some of the my, my compared to me colleagues, right? And so so you know I would show up on the floor when I was going through my nursing training, and I worked as a tech going through uh, going through my studies at 
at college, but uh, I was just expected to just lift these people up. <laughs> was there this un, unspoken expectation that you would Yeah, and that, that was something I sort of learned with the ropes of, of, of the unit, that the culture of the unit, well, if someone needs to be transferred, give Andy a buzz. You know, he, he's our... He's so our, no matter what Andy's doing, he's got his load yeah. of own patient load. Yeah, I have my own so, patient load, but then I was there, there was a sort of unspoken uh, duty that I would go in and and help ambulate patients or help move perhaps an, an invalid uh, patient uh, uh, out of my, my physical presence. So and what, how did that feel to you? What was well, that it, like? It felt, well, at, at first I thought, well, I'm, I'm, I'm useful. I'm hopeful. I mean, this is, but it, it was, it was the, 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 uh, the naivete of my, my youth perhaps that, but then later I kind of started to feel like, well, gosh, I'm, I'm obviously being used here. Like, so I wonder <laughs> what, it would be interesting to know what some of our listeners think, the guys and the women, um, do you, to the women out there, do you call on the guys? If you've got guys on the floor, uh, working alongside, do you call them? And for, and for the guys, how, you know, what's your experience as well? I would be interested in Well, knowing. I think, I think it just kind of starts off with like just the respect of understanding that, you know, the, the, the guys on the floor have, have the, uh, a workload too. And it's better just to ask rather than to expect. If yeah, we were taught, uh, and when I worked at the bedside, there was a culture of, well, two things. We had orderlies yeah. in the olden days. We had <laughs> an orderly. Well, you said that you had an orderly. We had, we had one orderly, but it was, uh, the, the, the role, uh, to your point uh, earlier before we started the podcast, was I don't think there are orderlies around anymore. I think, I think they're more in the roles of patient techs, um, uh, nursing assistants, uh, or, or CNAs. As, as they're right. called here in the States. And so the orderlies came around yeah. to help lift. And I think even though we had Hoyer lifts and we had other lifting um, um, assistive devices, we still used them with the orderly. And the orderly would come around every two hours to ask who needed help moving who. But there, I worked with, um, I think, two guys Mm-hmm. In nurse, as nurses, and that was 30 years ago that I was doing this. So I don't know, um, obviously you would know way better than me about what it's like. Um, and then the other thing is, is that our culture was that at work was that we always checked in with one another. What do you need help with? Yeah. Is it time to turn? And we knew who one another's patients were. And we would just go and say, hey, do you need a hand turning? Yeah. And so we just did that with each other. And it behooved us to be physically fit. Yeah, right. That you can't do nursing care as a weenie. You right, yeah, 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 you, right. You have to be strong, it's physically really, it's, strong. Nursing is a tough profession. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's physically demanding. Um, uh, on the body, obviously, um, particularly the back, I think. Um, so what did you do to stay physically fit? What do people out there do to stay physically fit for the work? Oh, that's, well, I think that's a, that's a totally fair question. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, you know, exercising. Um, but I, I, I do remember when, uh, when it came time to sort of decide where I wanted to go after my graduation, um, I had a huge interest in, in pediatrics, um, and uh, part of the reason why I chose pediatrics was the 
any, if I had to lift a patient, it was not a big deal. <laughs> and it, it was, it was also, I was almost socially expected that I lift a child and comfort them and, mm-hmm. and play with them. And, and I remember thinking like, well, gosh, I, this sounds awesome. I could just, I could, I could just practice being a, being a, a father-like figure to some of these kids, you know, and to, and to be a true care provider while, while, you know, playing with the kids that were, that were healing. And so, um, that was how I remember looking at it before I went into pediatrics. But, uh, part of my decision-making factors were I, I don't, I didn't want to lift heavy adults. Right. I, mean, I, I, I remember it being very stressful, especially like with bariatric patients. It was, it was hard work. It is hard physical and I work. Remember, and this is, this is me in, in my college days where I was, you know, arguably the, the, the best condition of my life. And mm-hmm. I remember going home to the dorms thinking, man, this was, this isn't I'm, what I'm I signed up for. Yeah, yeah. I, this is this is I'm I'm this is I, I'm not uh, I'm not just some physical Hulk person who's expected to uh, uh, to push body weight all day long. I, I didn't. So I didn't what like about that. the? Let's change topic a little bit. Yeah. What about the attitude of um, patience? Towards, yeah. Where there were a lot of comments. Um, right. There was. There was quite a few. About um, how guy nurses are um, perhaps respected more by patients than their than their women yeah, yeah. colleagues, and um, what's your experience with that? I think that phenomenon does exist. I could I could totally validate it. Even in my, I remember starting in my my pediatric days, and people thought that I was I was the young uh, doctor or the young resident, and people would refer to me as the doctor and I, until I, I corrected them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm Andy. I'm, I'm actually I'm your nurse, nurse, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I was really proud of that. I mean, I, I enjoyed being, uh, the anomaly. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed being that. Yeah. That, that anomaly on the floor. I mean, like, uh, when I was at, at the, I was at a peds hospital and there was only two guys. Uh, really? Yeah. There was, there was two of us guys. It was just kind no of like, kidding. It was a very bizarre phenomenon. Uh, and then I, I should I, I should take that back. There was, um, in the ICUs, uh, including uh, on the floors, there was a total of four guys, but but still a, a small number comparatively speaking to our female colleagues. And so, but we oftentimes got mistaken for a a physician. Of course. And so it was, uh, by, it, was, by it, was all, it was very annoying. By all ages, <laughs> or was it was it older patients that would think that or. Um, across the age spectrum. It seemed like it was kind of across the, the spectrum. Because I saw one of the comments that somebody said um, in, the, in the discussion on, online was that there was this reference, well, they're all old people who think that, who think that but... I don't think so. I, 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 would disagree, I, would, I would humbly disagree with that because I, I think even still today, I mean, I see people who are, who are my age that think that I'm, I'm a physician. Right. And... Um, and it just merits correcting, uh, uh, a, a gentle correcting. I, I, I would, I would also add to this: like there are cultural, um, uh, interesting cultural uh, um, observations that that I've made. Uh, uh, people from different cultures who think that, well, it's impossible for me to be a nurse because I'm, I'm a guy. And I remember, I remember taking care of a of an Indian family uh, from from India. That that is, and um, the the father had a really difficult time understanding why I would ever have chosen a, uh, a profession like, like women, nursing. women's work. Yeah. Women's work. And no value work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he just, 
he, he, he marveled at this, this idea that I'm, I'm taking care of an infant. There's a really interesting comment in that um, historical paper that I referenced earlier, and there's a quote here from Prince Philip, who in 1965 quoted uh, as saying that, quote, anyone with knowledge of the medical world realizes the need and value of highly skilled male nurses, particularly in the specialized fields. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and that, that's going back, you know, 50 years. Right. I, I think it's interesting, too, that we still have to use the term male, male nurse. nurse. Yeah. I it know. Just, it kind of drives me nuts. I mean, because uh, I, I think it's uh, to my counterparts in, uh, in other industries who, um, uh, who who might feel similar. Um, I, I've heard the term female engineer, for instance. Oh, I know. I, I think it's... Uh, it, but. That that term has sort of quickly fallen out of favor. You don't you don't you don't refer to someone who's you know at uh, at Google or Amazon or Rockwell as a female engineer. It well, just it's it the sounds, same in, in medicine that right. I had a female doctor. Yeah, right. And, yeah, <laughs> and so and when it's you're just looking- so I, 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 but I, I think I think to people who aren't in medicine. They don't realize how truly dumb it sounds. Like it just, I know. Uh, and, but and, and that, but that also carries with it like the the definition of nursing. Like like people think of nursing as this this feminine, motherly, matriarchal thing. And and to to our, our discussion points, I mean, it's it's not. It's it's hard physical work. work. And I think in this day and age, of course, I mean, it's it requires it's, some it requires, engineering. It requires <laughs> yeah, it requires engineering. It requires innovative uh, thinking. Yes. It requires lots of, of thinking. You have to understand that the care of science, which in, involves everything from uh, a, a peppering of, of medicine to pharmacology to how chemistry, how things heal. Right. Neuroscience. Uh, chemistry, biology. Right. I mean, like microbiology, I mean, right. all of that stuff. And so, and so for someone to say that to reduce the profession of nursing as just a matriarchal feminine thing, it's it's, it's laughable. It it's, is. It's completely laughable, and uh, I, I think it's just still ironic that it's 2018, and I still hear the word male nurse. Oh, and, that drives me crazy too. You I know, I was go, at the elevator. I'm sorry to interrupt. I was yeah. at the elevator at the hospital the other day, and there was a huge group of students hanging around like there must have been 20 or 30 of them mm-hmm. and it was kind of noisy and i thought hmm, guys we're in a hospital let's <laughs> tone it down a bit and in that group of student nurses there were four or five women and the rest were guys oh and is I, that right yeah and i well, thought that's, yes well, that's cool isn't that great yeah yeah so the we, we, were, we were talking about the, the the term male nurse along with the, the there, there's something worse out there that, that, that's I think it it has a sort of a comedic flavor to it, but it was Merce, uh, uh, you know, M U R S E. The the oh, I saw that right. So so it's the combination. Uh, it, it's a phrase that I, I don't think it initially bothered me when it first came out. But oh, it as, bothered the heck out of me. As time has gone on, it's been it's it's started to bother me because I I I don't think it it caters to the seriousness of 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 what we do. In fact, I think it it lessens the males. Role. Uh, uh, it, within it lessens the role of nursing. Period. And nursing. Not, period. And right. If we yeah, just you're take right. gender out of this. Yeah, and and so I, I find it to be quite an annoying derogatory. Yeah, it's a derogatory uh, uh, thing, uh, a name that's out there, and and I, I think it's. I don't think that people mean 
uh, any harm or anything nefarious by 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 using it. But but I, I do think it pushes that that dialogue and that further meaning of reducing our profession to to being either, either being nothing or just being purely feministic or matri or, or, or uh, matriarchal. Ma matriarchal, right? I think it's really important not to divide. Yeah. And I think using MERS <laughs> is a way to just say, okay, here's for the guy nurses, here's for the women nurses. Yeah, right, right. And and to me, we're all nurses. Yeah. Period. And there, and so let's take a break here. Yeah, that's a good, that's and, a good stopping point. Yeah, good stopping point. And when we come back, I want to start talking about communication patterns. So let's talk about communication when we come back. Here at NCLEX Mastery, we love nurses and especially nursing students, but we need your feedback about this podcast. If you have ideas on topics or you have questions you want us to answer, shoot us a message, leave a comment, go to our Facebook page and just tell us what you think because we want to help you in the most specific way that you need that help. Thank you so much. Well, we're back from our break and <laughs> we were having a really interesting conversation. There wasn't much of a break for us though, I don't know. So it was just, we just keep so, talking. This is Friends of Flow. I'm Rebecca. This is Andy Witters here. So we are talking now. We've moved into um, talking about communication yes. in nursing. And is there a difference between how guys communicate and how women nurses communicate? I found a really good paper that y'all might want to have a look at. It's called Men Are From Mars. The Challenges of <laughs> Communicating as a Male Nursing Student. And it's written by uh, the two main authors, are guy, professors, male, pro male professors, should I say that? Well, I, I suppose in the context of this podcast, I sure, why so. not? <laughs> and it's from Australia, and it's uh, 2018. We'll have 2018 publications, so we'll have this posted as well. But I found it really interesting. Um, they obviously took the title from the 2012 book, was it 2012 or 2002 book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Yes, right. But, mm -hmm. Andrew, what's your experience? I know people on, um, on the, um, who are chatting on Facebook were talking about some communication patterns and are men believed or do men have more credibility in the workplace than women doing the same kind of work? Yeah, well, it's it, it, it's interesting. It's hard to know where to start here because you know we uh, with communication. We we had previously mentioned that patients tend to see see men in a different light when maybe respect more, right? Or and I, I do I do think more. I do think there's that that phenomenon generally. I think that when when men uh, are, are in nursing, patients see them differently. Uh, uh, I can validate that through through my personal experience. I can also validate through my personal experience that I think that my fellow nursing colleagues treat me differently because I'm a guy. Tell me a story. And so, well, uh, so I, uh, several come to mind, actually. Um, uh, I can think of a recent one, in fact. I mean, I, so I, I'm a DNP-prepared nurse practitioner, and I've had meetings with uh, nursing administrators um, as well as hospital administrators that my my presence in in a room just seems to be uh handled differently my 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 feedback is handled for for what it is whereas if it came from an a, equally prepared an equally prepared a, a, a lateral colleague who also might, with a dnp who's doing right, a similar job that that it, it seems like their feedback is more often challenged 
uh, questioned, um, and, 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 and I might add, in a, me- in a negative way. Is, it, is that challenge coming from a man or a woman? Man, yeah. Uh, it so, comes from, well, actually, actually, both. Uh, uh, I, I'm thinking particularly with administrators, um, it, it tends to, uh, there, there does tend to be this sort of sexism um, when it comes to uh, uh, the, the, the feedback that, that my, my lateral colleagues will receive. So that would, that would be actually supported in the literature. If yeah, you have a sure. look at this paper, Men Are From Mars, yeah. um, they talk about how men and women perceive men and women differently and that the language that men use is used differently and received differently so that um, um, men will speak more directly and get to the point, Mm -hmm. call a spade a spade. Uh, Women tend to appeal more to emotion or listen for emotion, and they will react and carry on um, in a way from more of an emotional perspective than men. This is a huge generalization. Um, but um, Of course. It's how, how do these interactions occur? Yeah. And, and so how do you handle that? Well, uh, so I can say another uh, quick uh, antidote, another story perhaps. Um, uh, so I, I, I am not a... I do not enjoy the gossipiness that I think the the nursing oh, profession can be can that. be known for. Me um, too. You know, we're, we're we're known for a profession that that uh, 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 I'm paraphrasing here, but eats eats their young. Yeah, and right? the cattiness and bitchiness. The, the, the cat, right, and, oh. and so that that is annoying to me. It, it's it's um, I think it, it stymies our our the, the progress of our profession when 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 we, when we can't support each other as 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 colleagues. <clears throat> it 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 stalls us out. Well, it happens. We we talked a long time ago in a podcast about incivility, right? And yeah. gossiping is is a kind of bullying and un- incivil behavior, and it does nothing to um, help patient safety or patient care. It divides the team exactly. And so do do. Sometimes there's a lot of drama at the nursing station, right? <laughs> and and or in the, or in the staff room. Um, can we genderize that drama? I don't. Uh, well, and see, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a sociologist, but in my experience, that you mentioned how uh, guys tend to to call a spade a spade, and 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 their action or and, it's a mask. It's more, I guess, if we're going to genderize this, a masculine trait would be towards action and getting something done. Right. And, and I've, I've called this behavior out in, in, a, in a group of women. I've, I've felt unapologetic about it. I just don't care. I just Well, the women should be doing that too. Of course they should. They yes, should just say, absolutely. hey, this needs to stop. This is gossip. This so, is so nothing. I, I, I recall a time when uh, I, was in, I was in a break room uh, setting and uh, I, was, I was getting something to drink and these nurses were at the table talking about the a promotion of one of their colleagues. And, um, and it was just this, this catty, bitchy conversation. I said, listen, ladies, like we should be totally happy for her. Like, like she's been a good leader to us. Like, like think, think of something positive to say here, you know? And like, that's how I, <laughs> that's, how that, that, that that, that's how I, well, it was just kind of like, oh, well, Andy, you're always this positive thinking. Well, yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I'm positive thinking because it works. And you know, like, like look at, 
look look at look at how it's affected my life you know like like like, like let, why don't we instead of instead of talking bad about this this person or, or let, why, why don't we support why them. don't we support them and get around them you know and so that that was the the, the the general message that was that was sent but my 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 action was direct and just calling it out and just saying like can you think of like one positive thing she's done because she's she's a great person wow. and and and, the, and, the, and these are colleagues that i i work with um they you know take orders from me um so nobody takes orders i hate but, that well, uh, well, um, militant military thing that doctors give orders and nurses uh, follow orders it's they, recommendations for patient care Okay. That's sorry. I had to jump on my soapbox. Um, I don't do well with order taking. We, I can we can maybe edit that part out then, because uh, like that 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 was not meant to like <laughs> to like. Sorry, it's a it's just a thing I have. But the the these these same women I, I I work with on a team to take care of people, right? And so that there's there, there's no there there shouldn't be any disrespect. power differential. There shouldn't be any power differential, right? And so um, so uh. I think that that's that's just an example of uh, of how um, I've been in my profession. I think it would be really interesting um, if people are interested in a paper for school, yeah, or doing a research project, um, is to look at the communication patterns between men and women in nursing. And another project would be to look at how patients perceive. What perceptions do patients have, and do those perceptions differ with a guy nurse or a woman nurse? Yeah. It would be so interesting to see what the current trend in thinking is. I would also add to that that, uh, I mean, I've had experiences where I'm communicating with a physician, and I think that I'm treated differently than, uh, than someone who is a lateral colleague of mine if they're communicating the same way with a physician, they're they're just treated differently. It it, it just seems like in my observations, they, uh, my my female counterparts uh, seem to be questioned more often, um, uh, almost, almost quizzed more often uh, than than I would be over this over over like say so a, a clinical issue. Right. I think I have heard this and I've witnessed it, but I think we must be really careful to not conflate what we see in one workplace with one or two people right. and generalize that across the board. So I do not know um, the scholarship on this. I do not know the research on this. And if somebody out there um, has some really good data, evidence of that, that would be really interesting to find out. Oh, it would be. Yeah. Um, but I've witnessed the same thing, but that's not to say it happens generally. We must be really careful yeah. not to perpetuate um, myths. And, right. And, right. And so to- I would I would advocate for for all nurses, men or women, uh, no matter where you're at. If you're an RN, BSN prepared, ADN prepared, uh, DNP, uh, uh to stand up for yourself. If you, if you if you hear something that you don't agree with that you know stymies the profession, stand up uh, and, and and say something. Right. Um, uh, that has done more for me um, a, 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 as an individual and as a professional than saying nothing at all. Uh, well, uh, and and I, I got a quick example to that. 
um, I've had physician colleagues uh, say to me things like, "Well, oh, you're so you're just a just a nurse, or or just a doctor nurse." Like, I say, "Well, well, no, I'm not. I'm not just a nurse. I'm not, and I don't appreciate being called a doctor nurse. <laughs> I'm following the same standards of practice that you're following as a." primary care provider let's just say i mean uh, uh uh if it's a if it's a primary care physician a traditional uh, md prepared um that that that's an argument i've used in the, in the past and it and it just sort of makes people think um i, I don't want to say a you know uh it doesn't uh it makes them sort of reflect on what they're saying because um there's there, there there's politics that get in the way there's regulations that that get in the way of 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 our our work but but to reduce a person um to adjust to 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 adjust is so, is, is just mean so one of the what this sort of gets into another topic before we end today which is respect and mutual respect and we've sort of been skirting around this today when we began our podcast today and talking about um the value of of the work of nursing yeah whether you're whoever you are the value of your work um one of the things that i think adds to respect and to credibility are the names that we call one another one of the ways i think that we address respect is that we always call in front of in front of patients we always call a physician doctor so-and-so <laughs> but yeah. we refer to our nurse colleagues or ourselves by our first given name. Right. So what I think this does is it when we're using first name of a nurse and the title of a physician like Doctor Doctor Smith and I'm Rebecca, is that that's that immediately implies a power differential. Yeah. Um and it immediately implies that the value of my work as a nurse, must be, therefore, less than the work that the physician is doing. Correct, yeah, I see what you're so saying. So what I started doing many years ago was that I talked to the physicians that I worked with, and I said, either we're both on a first-name basis, we're in the, in the presence of a patient, or we both go by our titles. You can be doctor and I can be nurse, and I'm Nurse Porter. Yes. I am you have no right to call <laughs> me by my first name in front of a patient. I have a relationship with a patient that you don't know about. I might be Rebecca when I'm at the bedside with them and when I'm talking to them or their family. But when you and I are together with the physician as a team, we are equal. And therefore I want you to call me Nurse Porter yeah. and I would call you Doctor Smith. Yeah, interesting. In the staff room, you can be you can be uh, Susan, and I can be Rebecca. Or in front of the patient, if we both know each other and we both know the patient, we can go by Susan and Rebecca. Yeah. But I think we have to be really careful in gen how we generate the respect. Right. That we want. Right. That we it, deserve. It, because it does imply a, a hierarchy. I mean, let's let, let, let's be real, and that's and that's that's been the presence of uh, of, of the medical uh, patriarchal model. But I right, think we have for, for over a hundred years. But we have an obligation to change that, just we, like and, we are changing 
the gender bias right. in yes. nursing. Yes, I, I agree. We I, can, I, I do agree. We can add this other level of respect. Right, right. Because so, I, I don't think, and I can just add to this, because I think a lot of large academic institutions do this. In my travels, I oftentimes see people wear the name tag uh, underneath like, their picture and their name. There's there's like a word, you know, a singular word. You know, it's doctor or nurse or... Uh, Child uh, life therapist. Pharma, yeah, social worker. I mean... Um, we, it's, it, we, we reduce ourselves to these like third grade vocabulary words yep. to, to describe our, yep. our professions. And, and I, I don't think respectfully, I do not think that, um, a traditional medical doctor owns the word, the word doctor, quote, let me air quotes here, because I mean, look at how many people within the entire medical world healthcare world or walking around uh, with PhDs with wa- and or, or, or PhDs or, or clinical doctorates in their own right just right. like just like an MD is a clinical doctor clinical doctorate I mean it's actually an undergraduate degree in medicine is that right? well, interesting so so we're getting into some academic arguments here but but I, but I, my, my, my point is that 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 is not a a word that is owned exclusively by uh, uh, medical doctors and and so I think that there's I think the medical world, uh, um, healthcare world, the healthcare world, right, has sort of missed out on this opportunity to respect our physical therapists who have a clinical doctorate, right. pharmacists who have a clinical doctorate. Now, um, a recent example for us nurses, the DNPs, and we all share in this this, this highly educated world, uh, but but it's. It, it, there, there, there's not an equal and it just uh, adds to the confusion it does when you have doctor or nurse under anyway we've really digressed here <clears throat> well. from guys in nursing today so <laughs> should we wrap it up here we've wrapped it up yeah let's wrap it up and so so thank you everybody for listening and we really appreciate your um input and keep up the comments coming in and react to what you've heard today absolutely I think uh, we're going to do some more um, podcasts with guys in nursing, so stay tuned. That's right. And so um, uh, this is Andy Witters from Friends of Flow telling you to innovate, agitate, and educate. And this is Rebecca saying keep your stick on ice. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye, guys. Take care. Friends of Flow is brought to you by NCLEX Mastery. Go to the App Store right now. Download NCLEX Mastery. And before you leave, if you could just... Share this with your nursing friends. Tell them about us. Leave us feedback. Go to our Facebook page. Tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't love so much. Be nice. But thank you so much. We really appreciate you.